Hello and welcome back to the show. This is Coach Man. It was a beautiful, beautiful week of football. Um, a lot of the top teams ended up in suffering in cup football, especially. I'm talking here about Real Madrid. I'm talking here about Barcelona. I'm talking here about Bayern Munich as well. Pretty sad week for them, but very good week for the underdogs. So let's just jump right into it. Let's uh, start off with uh, this piece uh, of news coming from CIES Football Observatory. And they declare Rashford as being the most valuable player at the moment. I know, I know, pretty ridiculous. I've never heard of these guys before and uh, they don't make the news that often. But they declare Rashford as uh, being um, worth 165.6, very particular number million euros then Holland 152 then Alexander Arnold 151 Fernandez 151 Mbappe 149 then Sancho Felix Davies and Sterling I'm not sure that I agree with that it's 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 a pretty high value for Rashford nonetheless uh not to bang on Rashford or, or whatnot but I mean in my opinion he's definitely not the the top player uh right now um, moving on in uh, Italy, we had uh, Inter losing at Sampdoria. Um, you know, it's it's. Uh, I didn't see this coming. This was a surprise. Uh, of course, all of that. Um, you know, talk about Lukaku and his records and uh, beating Ronaldo's records at at Inter and all praise to him. But uh, yeah, th- it's just uh, three points that you know they could have. They could have held on to, but I'll talk about uh, their game against Juventus in a second as well. Uh, Spezia again delivers against Napoli 2-1. to one. Incredible, incredible win for these guys. I told you uh, in the past, and I'll tell you again, the dark horse, of course. Uh, moving on in Atletico Madrid, they've been eliminated in Copa del Rey. Um, that's that's going to sting. That's really going to sting. I mean... There's no there's no way around it. Um, in Italy, we had, on January 6th, we had Juventus playing uh, AC Milan with, unfortunately, Zlatan missing. Um, Juve ended up winning that game 3-1. to one. Finally, you know, uh, Juve get a, a good game. You know, they deserve to win. Ronaldo had a subpar performance. Um, and same goes with... Uh, Theo Hernandez, who got absolutely crushed by Chiesa on a left flank. And Pirlo said in a post-match interviews that that's exactly what he was looking for. He was looking uh, at a matchup in between Chiesa and Theo Hernandez. And I think <laughs> on paper and um, I don't know, probably 9 out of 10, Theo Hernandez has been in, in, in tremendous form. But um, you also have to notice that Theo Hernandez is also very involved in the attacking side of things and if he overcommits and if he sprints one too many times back and forth then you're going to get your break then you know you can you can make your move on a counter which Kiesa did and he absolutely crushed them like they they um and and Theo Hernandez had a pretty bad day uh, overall um not saying not not saying that Kiesa doesn't have the ability of course he has the ability he's a fast uh, player he can dribble nonetheless but um what a great game he had. Fantastic, fantastic performance uh, by Weston McKinney as soon as he got in. And this uh, this just shows that you don't need Ramsey. 
um, again I'm gonna bang on Ramsey because this is just poor <laughs> it's just poor um, Manchester United played against Manchester City and City go to the final of the Carabao Cup where they played Tottenham uh, first game of Pochettino in Paris it ended up in a draw 1-1 um, I'll talk about uh, everything else later of course uh, Patrick Trone in terms of transferred was uh, in transfers he was uh, transferred to Wolves I think it's a pretty good deal to replace Jimenez um, as we know he had the skull injury and um, you know fortunately he'll still be out for they're saying a few more weeks um, not too bad not too bad of a replacement in Cotrone he can be an efficient striker he's uh, not a tremendous finisher but he can get the job done he's a team player he's a workhorse and I'm pretty sure he'll integrate fairly quickly um, a lot of rumors surrounding Sebastian Haller he moved on from uh, West Ham to Ajax I think it's a good transfer for him uh, in West Ham I don't know if they would have won anything this season um, probably not <laughs> but in Ajax uh, they're definitely title contenders and um, I think overall for his career he'll, he'll, he'll do just fine Liverpool won at Villa 4-1 um, they make up for the last time where they pretty much got embarrassed and uh, they, they dominate the game against uh, Aston Villa's uh, youth team. <laughs> Moving on, uh, Barcelona had a brilliant performance against Granada. Uh, Messi with a couple of goals and Griezmann with a couple of goals. Uh, he's been coming back. He had a pretty decent performance overall in the last few games in Spain. Uh, Madrid fall to get the fail to get that W to put him on top and it seems to be that Madrid is fairly fairly inconsistent again and you you really don't want that from a team you you want them to keep on going keep on pushing and keep the momentum going uh, another top game uh, in Italy AC Milan played Torino Torino and uh, another team that You'd be surprised what these guys can do on a good day. They managed to get the win without Slatan and the team. Of course, Juventus played then Sassuolo. They uh, they are the masters of deception. Of course, another. I don't know. I don't know. Um, going at this rate, I mean, there's there's a lot of red flags with this team, and and um, they get these wins, but they're definitely not deserved. I mean, uh, it is it, just it sparks here and there it's it's one player making a great decision it's Ronaldo being the finisher and whenever Ronaldo doesn't step up to the plate and he has an off day then uh, every now and then you get somebody else like Chiesa you get a Weston McKenney more recently that can make the difference but uh, they, they just wait and they, they, they're, they're dependent on this uh, spark of creativity that so far it has been happening but when it doesn't, it really the the team just plays terrible football, and 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 it, it, even you, you look at the score line three one four one two zero blah blah blah. You you just it, go on and on, and it's it's deceptive because they played horribly. They played really really bad, and you can see there's no creativity, there's no there's no energy in there. It's um. In, in this particular game, you know, Sassuolo would feel bad they didn't get anything out of it because um, if it wasn't for uh, the red card, they could have given Juve a, a really tough time. Um, moving on in Italy, Roma played uh, uh, Inter. Um, 
AC Milan says thank you. <laughs> Inter unfortunate not to get the W. Um, they had a beautiful goal scored by Hakimi, who's been in ter- terrific form lately. And um, Inter, no, I'll talk. Uh, I'll talk about it in a little bit. Inter had uh, had produced uh, quite a surprise in uh, <laughs> some some of the supporters' book. Um, a surprise come from a surprise comes from England, where Leeds got defeated by Crowley Town. It was an embarrassment, and I don't know that shouldn't have happened. It's, I mean, Crowley Town really. I, uh, you know, Bielsa would be absolutely. I'm pretty sure he gave a, a pretty stern talk to his team. It's it's very, it's very <laughs> embarrassing to lose to Crowley, and not one by two but by three um things uh things uh i'm pretty sure they they got shaken up in the locker room after the game uh, mesut ozil of course it's a secret no more he got transferred to fenerbahce um as uh, if i was an arsenal supporter if i was a gunner i um would not forgive my club for first of all not even playing the guy just keeping him unavailable and then uh when he finally come back um to move him on to uh, Fenerbahce, I think it's a waste. Uh, given uh, Arsenal's last uh, last performance and latest performances, um, they they could have used them and they could have been in a much better place. And I don't know what's the politics behind it. I don't know what's going on, but it's is just absolutely sad. Uh, moving on, Jovic went on alone to uh, Frankfurt. He had three goals for Madrid. During his stay in Frankfurt, first, first, uh, first game, two goals. So there you go. Uh, started right off the bat with a couple of goals. Um, I'm pretty sure that they'll give him a lot of play time and uh, hopefully prove himself and do what every other top player that's uh, been going on loan did is pretty much play your heart out week in and week out. Score the goals if you're a striker impress and then when you come back to your club your value will go up and even if they decide not to play you you will still be transferred for a lot more money than uh you worth when you initially signed and that's a, a win for the club and that's a win for you as well um moving on to sheffield united they got their first three points against newcastle <laughs> against newcastle they they must be absolutely terrific. Um, there's a lot of memes going around. Oh, the end is near. Sheffield won. <laughs> um, no, it's uh, you know I was kind of feeling bad for these guys. I'm happy that they finally got three points and uh, they can keep uh, things interesting at the bottom of the at the table. Um, you know, Man United topped the table. Um, I didn't see it coming. I don't know how many people saw it coming besides the one guy that had uh, his uh, body tattooed with Ole's at the wheel I'm pretty sure that he's seen uh, this uh, happening in his dreams over and over again but Manchester United ladies and gentlemen are at the top of the table um, will they stay there now that's a different story <laughs> and again a lot of memes going around how did you get there yeah I don't know but uh, I'm here aren't I <laughs> uh, yeah they played uh they played a, a a very difficult game at Tough Moor where uh, they ended up in uh, getting the win. Pogba having a good game. Um, in a post-game interview, actually, he was asked about, you know, uh, how come uh, you seem to be happy? And uh, 
he was like, yeah, well, I'm, I'm always happy when we win. And he kind of contradicted his uh, agent by saying that he's ready to make a move. I'm pretty sure he'll make a move uh, to PSG. Uh, he's been linked to PSG and well, a lot of other players have been linked uh, at PSG with uh, Pochettino arriving there. Um, moving on, uh, Atleti played Sevilla and this was an important game because uh, of course Sevilla is is a very tough side to play against and they managed to get the, the three points and remain at the top of the table in Atleti. Um, as far as I can see, they're they're going to be pretty tough to dethrone right now. Um, Real Madrid and and uh, Barcelona are still playing inconsistently. Um, Messi not having uh, one of his best years in uh, in Madrid. Benzema is has been in top form, but then again, there's inconsistencies there, and and there's something something missing. In um, in uh, the Coppa Italia. AC Milan played to Reno. It was five to four in a very physical game. Game uh, five to four from penalties. Um, AC Milan dominated, and they should have been they should have been well uh, ahead, and 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 they they should have got a lead, no question about it. But they managed to pull through and uh, you know make use of these penalty kicks. But again, it's a lottery, and you never know. Um, what we have here, we have Inter played at Fiorentina. Again, in the Coppa Italia, 2-1 after extra time. Um, very hard battle. Lukaku again finds the net late in extra time to send Inter through. Then we had uh, Manchester City playing Brighton and Hove Albion. Not the best performance for City. Again, uh, a lot of inconsistency, but, you know, they'll take the three points and run with it. Um, Phil Foden delivered the goods and currently he is City's top scorer. Brighton will be disappointed not to be more vicious in front of the goal uh, and not taking chances and not taking uh, a point out of this. They could have, um, uh, they could have, they really could have taken advantage of the situation and got a point out of it, but unfortunately they did not. Um, moving on to probably the shock of the year. Um, Bayern got eliminated by uh, Holsten Kiel. Don't be ashamed <laughs> to say that you you never heard of him because not a lot of people did. It went down to the penalties and uh, Holsten Kiel won eight to seven. I think um, I think this is um, I'm not sure how to take it. I'm not sure how to take it. Besides. Just calling it an embarrassment. I'm not going to analyze the game or, or 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 what could have happened. I mean, you know, the second team. I mean, you the youth team of Bayern should have you know put this game away. It did not happen. Um, Lewandowski played. Gnabry played. Sané played. Kimmich played. Alaba played. Costa played. Um, there's no there's no excuses. There's no excuses whatsoever not these put not to put these games away, and uh, yeah, after they won the Champions League, and uh, yeah, a few weeks ago I was saying that I cannot even see anybody getting close to the level um, that Bayern is at, but <laughs> looks like there's a you know there's a few games that have been uh, slipping through the cracks, this being one of them, and it's it's there's no other way to put it but an embarrassment. Uh, Kuman again 
uh, shows that when you rest important faces uh, uh, and important players in 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 Barcelona, there's uh, there's there's a there's an atmosphere that keeps lingering in in Barcelona as well as Juventus right now. I feel like there's there's something that doesn't connect. Of course, in Barcelona, we all know that Messi is going to uh, you know go ahead and and uh, switch teams, and everybody is uh, anticipating on on that move being made and things are not great in Barcelona and, and same goes with Juventus. I, I'm pretty sure that Ronaldo's going to leave after this if they don't get uh, somebody able to, to lead the, the team efficiently to another Serie A title. I'm pretty sure that uh, this is the year where uh, Juventus is not going to win anything. Um, and same goes with uh, Barcelona. I don't think that Kuman is the guy to do it. Um, and you just see him uh, against Sociedad, 1-1. It ended up in a draw. It, it, it's just something's missing. Something's missing. And you look tactically, a lot of the times, uh, um, in the case of Pirlo Juventus, he's he's outclassed nine times out of ten. Uh, and and in both teams here, there's no motivation. There's there's no energy. There's no team spirit. And you, you see it every now and then. You see it every now and then, but... It seems like there's somebody unplugging that cable of 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 team spirit and a fight way too often. Uh, moving forward, uh, in the in the uh, Coppa d'Italia, Juventus played uh, Genoa, and uh, yeah, he as well decided to rest a few faces, and Juve got lucky in extra time, and they found an extra goal, and they uh, eventually won three to two. They had to put Ronaldo in to uh, make sure that in case it goes to the penalties, he's going to take one as well. Um, but, yeah, very, very lucky. Very, very, very lucky. Um, in France, Pochettino wins his first trophy. 2-1 uh, after defeating Marseille. And uh, I'm going to talk about um, the incident here uh, in, in between uh, Alvaro and Mbappe that... Uh, just flew under the radar and nobody talked about it. And uh, I feel like this is the perfect time for me to talk about it and to talk about what is racist and what is not racist and what should be racist is not racist and what is not racist is considered racist. Um, and I'm pretty sure that, you know what I'm talking about, about uh, the game in between uh, Istanbul and uh, uh, PSG. And I'm talking about last year's game right after resuming play coming back from COVID um, Marseille played PSG and it, it and I say this with, with pain because it's absolutely absurd what's going on and, and, and it just flew under the radar and nobody gave a, a, a two cents <laughs> nobody, nobody cared of what happened in between Alvaro and Neymar so you wouldn't know this if you're not know uh, if you're not from Brazil or or you you wouldn't know this uh, if you don't follow football close enough. But um, there's there's different nationalities that have particular terms that they feel very offensive, uh, and they've been referred to as uh, basically they they've been called a lot of names. And Alvaro called. Uh, called Neymar one of these names and um, 
which would, would translate into plain English as Dirty Monkey. Um, the incident was reported. Uh, Neymar was seen after the game plenty of times saying racist, racist. They didn't stop the game like uh, they did in Paris. They didn't uh, uh, walk off the field. They didn't do absolutely nothing like that. But to say, to call somebody a dirty monkey, um, and especially, you know, uh, uh, Neymar, and and um, I'm, I'm just speechless. I'm just absolutely speechless how, uh, how they just moved on. Of course, they opened up an investigation, and uh, the French Football Federation, they came out and they said that there's actually no audio files showing and they actually hired an interpreter to analyze the footage correct okay so we're all on the same page right guy calls Neymar a dirty monkey nobody hears it there's no uh, audio files of it but they went as far as hiring um, an interpreter okay this guy's an expert correct correct okay we're on the same page then the guy says yes I can understand that he called a monkey that's 100% uh, accurate uh, I'm not sure what was uh, well if dirty was in there or not. I'm not sure if they determined that 100%. So you know the interpreter said like yes he did say uh, what Neymar said. Okay perfect. Okay great. So what we're gonna do? Um, well nothing. <laughs> nothing happened. Believe it or not, nothing happened. Why? Because the French Federation of Football said that uh, the interpretation is only. 40% accurate or something like that and they cannot base a decision based on something like that and therefore uh, both of the uh, Alvaro had a red card and uh, it got suspended and then of course they, they met again on the field uh, in the final and uh, yeah they had a lot of uh, words to talk about each other on um, on uh, Twitter and what have you but I mean you know, dirty monkey. Apparently, you can call people dirty monkey, and uh, you can get away with it because who cares, right? It's it's just sad. It's just pathetic. Uh, you know. And then on, on the other side of things, um, you know, you have Cavani uh, saying "Gracias Negrito" for a friend of his, and it's part of his culture, and it's in an endearing term. And uh, he got fined. Uh, what was it? A hundred thousand pounds, a hundred thousand pounds, and a few game suspension because he talked to a friend of his on social media and he said, uh, "Thank you." Basically, it's absolutely stupid. It's absolutely stupid, and uh, I don't know where this woke cancel culture stuff is going going through, but. You know, it's 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 just pathetic and and dangerous, and we're going on a slippery slope. And instead of actually healing, uh, uh these these you know healing everybody, because we we need healing after everything that has happened most recently. That's what we all need is healing and peace. And it's just like pouring more gasoline on on the fire, and um, you know, not in a position of uh saying what it needs to be done because. All you need is a little bit of common sense. All you need is a little bit of common sense. What what so what what is the point of 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 
suspending Cavani after thanking a friend of his because he scored a goal. So what, what good does it do to anybody? How are you fighting racism? How are you, how are you helping anybody out? You're just enriching yourself with 100,000 pounds off literally two words said in Spanish, a culture that you have no clue about since you only speak the English language. How do you, you know what I'm saying? It, it makes absolutely no sense. It's ridiculous and absurd. It's ridiculous and absurd and people start eat. And that's why a lot of fans are, 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 are sick and tired of these virtue signaling uh, uh, people and, and organizations and everything. People are getting tired of it. People are getting tired of it because we're going into a dimension of, of complete madness. This shouldn't happen. This should not happen. Really, this should not happen. Moving on. In uh, England, you have, uh, you know, you had Spurs playing against Fulham again. You know, another day, same Spurs. Scoring early is not the problem for Tottenham. The problem is not putting these games away and not having the killer instinct. Uh, Mourinho has said it over and over again, but lessons are not learn um in madrid of course uh, they were <laughs> eliminated by athletic club uh to the one i uh <laughs> of course spoiler alert athletic club played barcelona in the final and uh, they won i'll get to that game in a second um let's stick to the madrid one um, I, I still don't understand what exactly uh, um, was going through uh, Zidane's mind, especially, uh, you know, in, in, in the latest stages of the game where he kept uh, insisting with Vasquez. Um, may, he committed a penalty and a back pass that led to a goal. A terrible, terrible game. Vasquez, I've been an advocate for Vasquez. He's a tremendous player. Um Really good in crossing, um, stamina for days, very reliable usually. But this was one of those days where nothing worked for him and uh, he was still kept on. I don't know why. Mendy was, was still on. They were trying so hard to go down the wings so many times over and over and over again. And they just failed because when, when you attack on the wings and your wingers are having one of the worst days ever, well, maybe you should change it. Maybe you should put Marcelo in. Maybe you should take Vasquez out and put Anisco in or put a, uh, I don't know, uh, just just sub him out. And he was on a yellow card and, and he had a very bad foul where the referee, you could see that he was going for his pocket, but then he recognized that he actually gave him a yellow card earlier. And he didn't send him uh, off. And he was very lucky for that because that could have been an easy, an easy uh, second yellow card. And he, you know, the referee was just kind enough to let him go. Um, yeah, uh, the game could have gone a little bit better. Zidane, who's usually a master at making substitutions, he didn't get the substitutions right and um, they lost. They lost and uh, not, a, you know, not a good day. Not a good day for Madrid fans. Arsenal, they played Crystal Palace. 0-0, a lot of the people said that um, the highlight of the game was uh, the music in halftime. Uh, 
haha <laughs> very funny <laughs> uh yeah nothing nothing to, to talk about really nothing to talk about really um Wayne Rooney finally calls it a day he retires uh, to become the permanent manager of Derby County his own club he remained Manchester he remains Manchester United all-time goal scorer with 253 goals England top scorer with 53 goals won 13 major trophy with United including five Premier League titles three League Cups one FA Cup one Champions League title Congratulations on a great career. Um, what a player has uh, Rooney has been, and uh, he's one of uh, the most underrated legends in United. I believe that a lot of people get credit to uh, you know Cantona, deservedly so. But uh, I don't think Rooney gets the same recognition. And now that he's retired, I'm pretty sure that people are going to pay a lot more attention to him. Of course, yeah, he played in the MLS as well, and he kept on scoring goals from the middle of the field and what have you. He 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 was just destroying clubs um, left and right here, and then uh, he went back to uh, Derby to uh, become a, a manager on that. I think he's doing he's he's having a career of a sensible player that is thinking the right way. It's not like you retire today. You can be the, the you can be Messi or Ronaldo. Okay, you retire today. You do your uh, FIFA course, blah blah blah. A couple of years later, you come out and you say, "I want to train Barcelona, Real Madrid. I want to be the head coach." It doesn't work that way. It just doesn't work that way. Not a lot of people can do both jobs as well as as they did when they were a player. That's number one, and number two, you need experience. You need experience. You can train two years and then go in the biggest battle of your life. You need a lot more experience and you need smaller battles to win, to get that battle experience. And I believe he's doing the right thing here. I, I believe that that's the right way of becoming a very good manager. It's to start small. Start small, like Derby County, and then work your way up. And I'm pretty sure that one of his goals will be to end up as as a, you know, the manager of Manchester United, obviously, and replace, uh, maybe replace Solskjaer or whoever it is that uh, would be, uh, will be at the wheel. But I think he's doing a tremendous, uh, his work ethic was always there. He's known for his work ethic um, and uh, his, his, his just tireless style of play, like a pit bull, always wanted to recover the ball. Even though he was a striker, he loved to press defenders into making mistakes. And uh, in my opinion, yeah, Wayne Rooney, what a legend. What a legend. What a career. Uh, phenomenal goals. I mean, that that bicycle kick against City will go down in history as one of the most beautiful goals in uh, ever. And definitely probably the most beautiful goal scored in a Manchester Derby. Um, what a player once again. What a player. What a legend. You can add him to the Wall of Honor in uh, Manchester right now because, um, yeah, <laughs> there's nobody even close. I don't see Rashford, Martial. Uh, I don't see anybody in, in the Manchester United team right now that that can overtake Rooney's goal tally anytime soon. Anytime soon. And that's why I'm saying he is so underrated because you, you still didn't find a replacement for him years down the line. Years down the line, you still don't have a prolific goal scorer that 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 can be the next quote unquote Wade Rooney, a guy 
that would stay at United for years to come, a guy that's that's prolific, a guy that has good work ethic, a guy that that doesn't veer too much and he's not very flamboyant on his personal life. Although, you know, Wayne Rooney, you know, had his own fair share of, of you know, um, news <laughs> to call it that. But uh, overall, a fantastic player and whatever. Whenever you hear uh, footballers talk about him, they, they'll always tell you great work ethic and great personality overall. So congratulations on a fantastic career. Um, hopefully, uh, hopefully he's going to develop in a tremendous manager as well. Um, moving on, um, West Brom get their first three points with uh, Sam Allardyce against the Wolves. And that will help them a lot in a relegation battle. Uh, concerning news, you know, from the from the Wolves, uh, having them uh, lose these games and it, you know, uh, not a secret. I mean, you you just can't lose against uh, West Bromwich Albion, especially after you invested so much in that team, and and people expect you to be, uh, not in the top five, but somewhere close, and that's not happening for the Wolves right now. I think that. Um, you know, Wolves need to do a better job or things need to change. Um, moving on with uh, Chelsea. Mason Mount getting his fifth goal of the season in a narrow Chelsea victory. Uh, not a lot of highlights uh, to talk about over there. Um, moving on to the Derby. Liverpool versus Manchester United. A lot of a lot of build up. Um, everybody was so excited, but it turned out to be not that exciting. Zero zero. Poor finishing on both sides. Uh, they were very cautious at, at times, overly overly cautious. Um, nothing nothing to really write about. Um, a lot of a lot of a lot of semi chances, if you want to call them that. But really, nothing, nothing important to talk about. Uh, just a pretty boring game overall, in all honesty. Pretty boring game. Uh, now we go back to Athletic Club and their win against Barcelona in the final. Lionel Messi eliminated for the first time in his career. Um, was it a lapse of judgment? Yes. Was it a break hard? Absolutely. Um and, you know, there there were a few fans out there. I'm pretty sure there were Ronaldo fans that kept on saying, oh, look, if this was Ronaldo, everybody would be up in arms. And if this was uh, Ronaldo, he would have been criticized for not helping his team out and blah, blah, blah. Look, look, listen, there were two more minutes to play and they were down one goal. I mean, if, if he can make anything happen um, so far, you know, it was just two minutes left and... Uh, they ended up losing anyway. I think um, Jordi Alba did a horrifying job in this game. From set pieces, again, two goals scored by Athletic Club uh, from really, really easily defendable free kicks. Um, it's just like they, there were no defenders out there. And uh, they got one goal disallowed, which um, I don't think there was an offside. They didn't even show the offside line. But um, Athletic definitely deserves to win. They played a phenomenal game. Uh, they capitalized on some major errors. Um, Messi had a subpar game, of course, with the red card. 
it makes it a pretty bad game overall for him, uh, which is not surprising. And uh, I'm not expecting Messi to perform extremely well this year with everything that's been going around him. Um, with speculation that he'll leave Barca and him saying that he'll absolutely leave as well. You can tell he has a lot on his mind. And uh, I don't know, you know. I don't know if this is the season where Barca wins anything. Uh, they didn't win anything last season. Not sure if they're going to win anything this season as well, um, to be honest with you. And um, it's been a while. It's been a while since Barcelona didn't win anything. And it looks like it's going gonna, it's gonna to be back-to-back -back years for Barcelona with not winning anything. And with Lionel Messi leaving, well, you have Ansu Fati, which is the next Lionel Messi. Uh, that's what everybody's been saying. And I kind of tend to agree so far. Unfortunately, he got injured, but... He's going to make a full recovery and hopefully he'll play as as good or even better than before. Uh, Dembele inconsistent. You have Griezmann. I don't even want to talk about Griezmann, <laughs> Griezmann's performances, even though he has been scoring lately. But, oh my goodness. Um, yeah, I have no idea. With Kuman leading the team, I uh, they'll need to rebuild. They need to rebuild. I, I strongly, I, I really strongly believe that Messi is going to leave. I believe, uh, what he said that he is going to leave at the end of the season. Um, I don't think any anything's going to change, and if he leaves, it's going to leave a massive hole in Barcelona, and they'll have to build around Ansu Fati, maybe. Um, but yeah. Barcelona have to answer a lot of questions at the end of the season and I'm not sure they're they're going to be ready for it. They're going to have to invest in somebody. Um they have some some of the older players that uh are reaching their their uh um are reaching those years where um you don't no you, you no longer perform, you're just there on a bench in case somebody gets injured and uh I don't know. I don't know. Barcelona is going to have to do a lot of thinking. Uh, moving on to Juventus versus Inter Milan. A categorical win of Inter Milan. 2 to nothing. Juventus, again, with another poor performance. Um, like I said before, you know, uh, Serie A, I believe, will have a different champion this year. Um, as long as Perlo remains... In charge of this team, um, I uh, I think that uh, both Ronaldo and Messi are probably going to be with no trophies this year, and uh, it happened last year for Messi, and it probably will happen this year to to Ronaldo as well. I I really don't see them, um, <laughs> let alone. Champions League. I don't. I don't see any of these teams. I don't see Barcelona, and I don't see Juventus winning the Champions League. Absolutely not. Um, and we'll see. There's there's a lot of speculation involving Mbappe, involving Neymar. Um, hopefully Messi's not going to transfer to the MLS one more time. I said that in the past. I'll say it again. Hopefully, uh, Messi goes to um, City. I would love for him to go to City. And play under Guardiola, and uh, they'll have to sell a couple players for that, no problem. And they have the finances to support him. Um, 
can he go to Madrid? Uh, nope. <laughs> and Madrid is pretty much not interested in him. Although, um, yeah, Messi would never do that. He's he's a Barca guy forever, and he would never do that. But uh, Juan Laporta, the the president of Barcelona, he had said that he actually had the opportunity to sign Ronaldo, and he rejected him. Number one, you didn't reject him because you'd be stupid to say that to come out and you say you rejected Ronaldo. And even though you kind of have to say that because of your, you know, Barcelona fans, but it's it's pretty dumb when you say that. It doesn't matter uh, if you're the president of Real Madrid or Barcelona. If you have the opportunity to sign Ronaldo or Messi at a really early stage and you didn't do it, you're a fool, period. You're a fool. Because think about it, if you had Messi and Ronaldo in Barcelona, Messi on the right, Cristiano Ronaldo on the left, it doesn't even matter who you put in attack. You're going to dominate football for 15 years at least. But at that time, they already um, had invested in Ronaldinho, and uh, I don't know if they didn't have the finances or... Um, I'm pretty sure at the end of the day it was a it was a money issue. But uh yeah. <laughs> imagine. Just imagine even at this age. Even at this age, imagine those two playing together, Messi and Ronaldo, one on the left, one on the right. Y you could put me in there, you can put anybody in there. You can put whoever you want as a striker. That team is going to be ridiculously good. Even at this stage, let alone to have Messi and Ronaldo play in their early 20s, even late 20s together in the same team. I I don't know. <laughs> I really I really don't know and hopefully, you know, when 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 that day comes and it will come when when both of these guys are going to be retired, I would love to see them play in a friendly game together, one on the left, one on the right. I don't care who the striker is, is going to be. Uh you can put Zlatan in. <laughs> who cares? <laughs> it's going you could just it's I'm just speechless. I would be I would pay-per-view watch that. I would pay-per-view watch that. I would pay to see that on cable TV to see Messi and Ronaldo in the same team uh playing. That would be fantastic. That is all that I have for you today. Thank you very much for listening and we'll see you on the next one.